podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's no place like home for the holidays or homedepot.com for holiday decor with great low prices on decorations inside and out, like artificial Christmas trees to light up the living room. Outside lights and playful inflatables that bring joy to the neighborhood. Order online and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved with a wide assortment of holiday decor from homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Free standard shipping on most online orders over $45. Some exclusions apply while supplies last. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford! Takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again, part of the Touchline Tracker podcast family. This evening I'm joined with three of our regulars. Rodney, how's it going? Yo, what's going on? You good? Yeah, there. Yeah? Seb, how you doing, mate? Yeah, man, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Good. And Timmy, how you doing, mate? Not bad, bro. Enjoying the bank holiday weekend? Not really, fam. There's nothing to do, man. Oh, well, I'm hoping you watch the throwback game, but otherwise, yeah, no, not much to do still. Well, I've been watching that, fam. I watched that last week, fam. Don't worry about me, man. It wasn't even an attack. It's always so defensive. Actually, <laughs> I'm just asking you how you're doing, and you're telling me not to worry about you. Bro, I'm just letting you know, fam. <laughs> What's the worry, bro? It's all love, bro. It's all love, good, man. Good, good. It's love on my side as well. Cool. So, with that being said, let's get into the the, the last week of uh, being a United fan again. Not much going on in the actual football front. We've we've got 
the FA, UEFA, FIFA all going back and forth in regards to what's going on. The latest thing that I've seen is that I believe either UEFA or FIFA have said that any players' contracts which are expiring uh, in June, so like the 30th of June, they won't be able to extend them. So, I mean, that makes it pretty difficult in terms of um, finishing up the season because if, let's say, things are back up and running in August, September, I'm not sure how clubs would feel about not having access to players who were part of the vast majority of the league campaign. And that. and then what happens to these players too? Do they then have to wait for this season to finish before they can join a new club? So they're stuck in limbo. So I think as this goes on longer and longer, it just gets messier and messier. And I think it, it's heading towards a, a null or void situation. My understanding also is that Sky aren't really looking to get uh, their money back a rebate. What they're looking to do is just get extra value in the in the coming season so uh, we'll look onto that eagerly uh, i want to discuss a few things that i've seen this week with you guys get your your thoughts and your feelings so it's come out that uh, spurs are ready to cash in on a certain harold kane uh, <laughs> to the tune of 200 million um obviously he's prolific prolific goal scorer i think he's got almost 200 goals for spurs in uh, under 300 games we all know what he's about um who would take him who in this chat would, would take him for that price for, don't for the price yeah don't tell no. me none of you would take him for that price no how much would you take him probably like 120 130 interesting well, um, would anybody else meet uh, Seb's price point there 120 130 I'm meeting 120 for Kane definitely how about you nah. No, I think that's still too high, man. Okay, let's start with you, Rodney, since you're going against the grain. Um, why is for you 122 high for Harry Kane? I think if you if you look at Harry Kane over the last two seasons, his game is moving further and further away from goal. The areas he plays in, we already are congested in. So when we have Pogba back, when we have Bruno back, when we have Rashford, it'll just be too congested. And I think at the moment... As with his injuries and stuff, naturally his game is adapting to his body. So we, us, I don't know next season whether he's going to be the Kane of two, three years ago, which is probably unlikely, or he's going to be an not worse than he was last season when he was fit. So at 120 million, I'd rather miss it and not take the chance. So oh, it's someone we know. Things, too many it's too, yeah, don't get me wrong; he's a prolific goal scorer, but it depends what Kane you're getting. Are you getting the Kane from two, three years ago, or are you getting the Kane that plays more like a number ten? Yeah, you know what? The thing about the number ten thing, I feel that is more a Tottenham issue than a Kane issue. I think what, and obviously he's gone to Inter now. Yeah. About uh, Ericsson here, I think what you found a lot of the time when you watch Spurs is that when they were struggling to create chances, even with Ericsson in his his number ten role, it became Kane's job to drop deeper and make things happen. And I think with the season that they're just coming off having, where things weren't working for them at all, all over the pitch, so they weren't scoring, the midfield wasn't looking good and they weren't defending well either, naturally more of the pressure came onto Harry Kane. What my reservations would probably be, would be more in regards to the wear and tear that he suffered. I think we can say for the last three or four seasons, he's had some sort of injury, some sort of serious injury. And he's always... Definitely the last two He's always come back earlier. <laughs> I think there was one season it's like, oh, he's done. I think he got injured in December, and they were talking about him being done for the rest of the season, and he was back by like February. So I think yeah, the season before last. Yeah, I think those 
injuries have slowly started to take a little bit out of him. So he was never the quickest to start with, but when I look at him now, he's definitely lost some yards when I'm when I'm watching Harry Kane play. He just looks like a player whose prime is probably coming to an end, which is, is scary because he's only 26. And to be honest, if this was peak Harry Kane, this is the time that you want to sign a striker. 27, 28, 29, 30, 30, those five year, that five-year period. But I think with the injuries that he's had, it's not a, an outlay because obviously once you've you've paid that money for him, you then have to pay his wages, which is going to be, what, 250, 300k a week? Yeah, for me, I, I'd also miss it. So for Timmy and for Seb, what makes you happy to spend 121, 30 million on this edition of Harry Kane? I'll start with you, Seb, since you stuck your neck out for <coughs> Cool. So, in regards to Harry Kane, um, so um, somebody in um, in another Man United chat uh, speaks to someone at Spurs, and he basically said Harry Kane's got a similar issue to Rashford, where it's like a really bad injury, but he keeps on playing. So you got to think about it and look at um, every time Harry Kane's come back from injury, Spurs has been in some type of struggling position, so he's had to come back and play. There's been nobody to rotate with him. They don't have a second number nine who can come in and do the job. Or if they've put Son up there, he's got injured. So Hurricanes had to come back. Or it's the Champions League finals, so Hurricanes had to come back. So when I kind of um, look at Hurricane and paying 120 for him, I look at the situation that Manchester United are in. We have Martial, who can play number nine. We've got Greenwood who can play number nine. We've got Rashford who can play number nine if needs be. So I think that kind of puts the stress off Harry Kane. It also, there is no immediate rush to come in and go and start. There's, you know, I feel like Oli, someone like Oli, if he looks at our team, looks at our setup, looks at our starting uh, team, if he, if Harry Kane is injured, he will rest. Simple as that, because we have the players to fill in. So for me, I don't mind playing Harry Kane 20, 25 games every single season um, and resting him, um, you know, in, you know, the early stages of cup, 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 um, of cup com- competitions and just playing him in like quarterfinals, semifinals and then playing him um, in the big games in the Prem and, um, you know, some of the mid-table teams and then resting them against the smaller sides. I think if you can do that, you can get a fire in Harry Kane. And in regards to Rodney's point, Harry Kane drops in deep because he wants to be as well as the goal scorer, he's also the creator for Spurs. He t- he puts the team on his back, as in like he's the best player in the team. However, it, it could be like how when um, Fergie signed RVP, he specifically said to RVP, nope, do not drop deep. These players are going to do the work for you. All we want you to do is just be in the box. Get in the box. And that is the, that's the specific instructions that um, Fergie gave to RVP. And we saw what happened when those instructions were implemented. I feel like you can give those instructions to Harry Kane. We just want you to be in and around the box. We don't want you to do all of the legwork. We've got Rashford on that, this side or and whoever on the other side to do all the work for you. We've got, you know, people in midfield like Bruno and Pogba who are notoriously hard workers who can do the work for you. We want you to just be in the box. So then again, I think that puts less strain on his injury. So you could probably get more games out of him if he's just being a box striker because remember RVP historically always got injured, but he never got it. Remember the, the season, the season we won the title, he was fresh. 
Do you know what I mean? Because he had minimal work. He didn't have to put the team on his back. All he had to do is finish the chances he got. So I feel like Harry Kane is on that level where he can finish the chances he gets and you can just keep him in and around the box. Okay. Uh, would you have to add to that, Timmy? Um, yeah, it's quite spot on, to be honest with you. Uh, one thing about <clears throat> Harry Kane is, obviously, everyone's worried about his um, injury problems, but when you look at all the strikers in world football right now, probably the one with the most value, all the best strikers anyway, the one with the most value after Mbappe is going to be Harry Kane, age-wise, um, the fact that he's basically a one goal a game forward. So for me, <clears throat> one twenty is a decent price for someone like him, especially when you consider he's also English. Okay. Because you know how... You know Sorry, um, I was saying the English players, the prices are always inflated. So really and truly, if you're looking at someone like Harry Kane, you should be looking at a 200 mil. I'm, like, like I said, I'm not paying 200 mil, but for 120, it's definitely worth the punt. As well as the fact that um, Sebi mentioned, he's Is always dropping deep for Spurs. You're talking about guys, you're talking about 120 million of like a 300 million This is Harry Kane. You can't name me. You can't name me five strikers in the world that are better than him. But we don't. This is what I'm saying. If we sign Sancho, we don't need to risk a punt 120 million. There's goals everywhere. Then why are we taking 120 million pound striker to play what Sebi touched on? What Sebi said, 25 to 30 games. That is dead. He, 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 win, he wins you every. He wins you every competition. No, 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 no. I think he wins you every game. competition. I don't, he I don't scores you so. a goal again. Rashford, Rashford imagine, imagine Rashford. Imagine Rashford, Kane, and Sancho. That you win. You, he, we win oh, every competition. You don't there's need goals, to. Sorry, you, everywhere. There's a reason that you man that you called it a punt because that's what it is, brother. 120 million though. It's not like you're talking about 50, 60 million pound punt or a loan sign and punt fan. By the if, way, yeah. If you're talking in specifically, specifically. By the way, by the way, yeah. Just remember, just remember, yeah, we signed RVP on his last year of his contract, yeah. Who was historic. Who, who who historically had crazy injuries, yeah, and we signed him, and he gave us one and a half good seasons, yeah, and it was but worth. Remember, but yeah, but when Seb, we were he signing scored... RVP. Sorry, to cut in, uh, Rodney. When we were signing RVP, he was clearly in his prime. Like you were watching a player in their prime at the peak. Exactly. If you were watching, if you were watching a peak Harry Kane, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you. Exactly. Clearly, he's clearly lost a step. Over the last couple of seasons, and also he's been unfit, bro. He's been unfit. He's been unfit. I just think the injuries have taken their toll. Obviously, injuries. Yeah. Let me read out the injuries he's had over the last few years. Yeah. So this season he had a thigh muscle rupture, kept him out for sixty-seven days. Uh, Last season he had a ligament injury, kept him out for fifty-one days. Uh, He also had a torn ankle ligament injury, kept him out for forty days. Season before, an ankle injury kept him out for 20 days. A knee injury kept him out for a week. Hamstring injury kept him out for a week. The season before that, uh, another ankle injury kept him out for 24 days. Ankle injury kept him out for 50 days. Like, this guy has an extensive, 
an extensive injury history. But essentially, for me, it's when I watch him, he doesn't look as sharp as he did. He doesn't look as sharp as he did. And I'm going to judge it by another player who I think injuries hampered him somewhat. Wayne Rooney. Another player who he started young. Well, Kane didn't start young, so he's got that on his side. But Wayne Rooney started young, and then the injuries that he he's he another player who low key got injured quite a bit. And they took a lot out of his game. So by the time he got to the age Harry Kane is now, 27, 28, he was now starting to come on like a, a decline physically. And I think if Harry Kane is not at the peak of his powers physically, I'm not going to spend big money on him. To be fair, what I've, what I've been told yeah, is that he's on a similar thing to Rashford is that he's not been allowed to rest. Same way how, like, look if you look at the injuries, especially the hamstring injuries, minimum you should rest for hamstring injuries two weeks. He's coming back after a week. All of these things are not making sense. It's because he's Spurs' best player. If he comes to a team he to where he has to play. So if he comes to a team where, one, well, okay. If he spent 120 million, he has to play as well. You're not talking yeah, about... He has to, wait, 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 wait. He has to play, but there's no pressure if he gets injured. So why are we spending 120 million pounds on a player that we don't need on the pitch? If there's no pressure for him to be on the pitch, bro, why are you spending 120 This is what I'm saying. When you're talking about RVP, he scored 37 goals this season at Arsenal. <laughs> And we was a striker away from winning the league. We all admitted that. We're more than a striker away from winning the league this year and next year and the year after that. Spending £120 of our budget is mad. I disagree. I, disagree. Oh. I don't think we're, I think we're more than a striker away. If the players scores a goal if, if, if we're talking about the players yeah, that we're linked with, yeah. If Harry Kane comes in on top of that, I'd like. No, but I, we're I, talking I, about what we have now. We're not okay, talking about even if Harry like Kane. Okay, even if Harry Kane comes in right now with the players we have, we're not. We will definitely compete. No, with we the players. Bro, we finished. No, we we, bro, we finished. No, we, we finished third. We finished third, but we definitely. Definitely yeah, we don't. compete. Yeah, we, we, don't. Don't. we absolutely do. We're, we're we're more more we don't. We absolutely do. We don't. Way more than one player. Listen, I don't know about that. Man. I don't know about that. Season, if we had a striker that's bagging at any given opportunity, we have at least no. twelve more points this season. Shall I tell you the reason why as well? Yeah. The majority of the games throughout the season we played without our best players. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, we still managed to beat all the, we still managed to at least take points off all the top teams. Yeah, without our best players. And then we saw that the best period or the best period that Man United have had this season where, where there's been two of our best players on the pitch. So whether that be Rashford and Martial, and we went through a period then, or now Martial and Bruno, when we're going through another period, we had, we always, we only, only ever had two players on the pitch, you know, two of our best players on the pitch. But the best players you're talking about, said is still dead. No, but but no, I don't, bro, stop it, man. Come on, man. It's not, it's not that amazing, fam. We we're still, like, we're still 30, 40 points behind look City. Us yeah, and, and give give us a striker, bro. And give us a number nine, bro. You add that to the amount of points That's nonsense. Exactly, that's nonsense. More than Harry Kane Spurs to consecutive Champions League. Spurs, you know how... Bro, yeah, Harry Kane was injured. Harry Kane was injured after that Champions League run there. No world class players in that team. Every single year, bro. No world class players in that team. He scores a goal a game. How how do you say no to that? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. 
You're saying no to a goal a game and it's, it's subjective to the team we currently have, uh, to the players I'm we need, to the budget we have. Okay, bro, it's pretty close to a goal a game. Uh, rem- uh, remember, remember when Pogba linked up with Ibra and how many chances Ibra used to miss? Yeah, It's not comparable though, fam. <laughs> Why? <laughs> It's comparable. No, it's not because we're too, you have to be you have to be specific in what we need this summer and the budgets we have, bruv. You're asking to take 120 million pounds of our budget on a pump. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Bro. I think you're getting confused. I'm not saying if see the budget we have now. I wouldn't spend 120 million well, on hurricane. We're, we're, we're not talking about ten years ago. Question is, would you buy Harry Kane? Exactly. I'm, I'm saying in the circumstances million. we're in now, obviously. No, that wasn't the question. No, that's obviously the question. That goes without saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, what context do you think I'm asking? Exactly, what context do you think he's asking? If it's Wait. off our budget, then the answer's no, obviously. <laughs> that is the, yeah, that is the question. Come on, man. That is the oh, question. Come on, man. Imagine someone standing alone. Uh, if you had a billion pounds, would you buy Harry Kane for 120 million? Wait, wait, wait. For example, yeah. For example, Edward has said, if the players are available, yeah, we will go He says that every year, brother. That's what yeah, so that's what in my context I'm thinking we still have our normal plans, but Harry Kane is in an addition. I don't think that's possible for us to spend 120 million pounds on Kane and still do that's what we need to and improve still get our position. Nah. Come on, man. Um, you, got, you, guys are be, you guys are being a little facetious there. You know what the question was. I definitely did. I definitely, I definitely didn't. didn't. <laughs> Bro, it's cool. The question was if Harry Kane was available for 120, would you take him? That's the question that I asked. Listen, that's the question that I asked. No, it's not obviously, bro, because we've been getting this. We've been arguing about this for 10 minutes, bro. How is it obvious? If we can argue about it for 10 minutes, bro. obvious, yeah? Because you're talking about Harry Kane. On the Manchester United podcast, so we're talking about it relevant to the Manchester United situation. Furthermore, furthermore, you were both discussing what he would bring to Manchester United. So obviously, we're exactly. asking you if you sign Harry Kane is relevant to the situation we're in and how exactly. for us and how much exactly. money for us. I'll tell you why it doesn't make sense. Because me. If you just said 200 million, so let's say, ah, oh, would you take Harry Kane exactly. for two? Let's not say 120 then. Yeah, but let's we just, had that. Ah, oh, no, 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 but exactly. wait, we already answered that and you already said yeah, no to that. Exactly. We then had a further discussion about Harry Kane and said mentioned a 120 million figure. That's how, I, uh, that's how we're further discussing it. We started off yeah, talking about uh, how I, much we're Me, I, I, it wasn't clear. I didn't think that. No, it wasn't clear to me either, bro. It's, like, cool. it's uh, cool, boys. It's cool. We next time, down, next yeah. time, next time, we've got to write it down and send it and WhatsApp it to them so they understand. That's exactly what you got to do. Uh, I, would, I would take Harry Kane yeah, over Jaden Sancho. You take him nah. over Jaden Sancho? Interesting. Nah. Would, would you take, take Harry Kane? No, no, no. No, no, no. Hey, we need a right wing so bad. Hey, listen. So, I ask you, is that more about how much you don't rate Marshall or about how much you rate Kane when you say you take I think I think a top number nine can take you levels, worlds. 
All you need to do is trust me. Man can t- change it's the whole You're not winning anything with a Arsenal, 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 to 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 way higher positions than they should be right now. He's not yeah. bringing them to the league. He's not bringing Arsenal, them to the league. Arsenal have a way worse squad than us. No, they don't. Yeah. Not way worse. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. Way worse. Have... Way worse. Bro, Arsenal's squad is worse than ours. I don't worse than ours. No, I'm not. Semi said way worse. Not worse. Way worse. It's not way worse. Way worse. If you position, position. Wait, wait, wait. Position for... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Position for... Let's talk. All right, cool, cool. Let's talk. Hold on. We're all gentlemen here. I like to think we are. Oh, if cool. someone's got reception like they're on the underground, because it's a bit mud right now. Keeps, keeps cutting <laughs> out, bro. I'm good. <laughs> Things are keep cutting out. All right, cool. So, yeah, let's <laughs> say we have to do our team and Arsenal's team and we're sort of combined in 11, yeah? Let's go with a 4 3 3 since that's from the reigning um, formation. Who's in goal? Leno? No way. Oh, shut up, man. Leno, no, no, come Leno, on, man. DDG. No, it's not. Oh, shut up! <laughs> You're taking a fist Hey, hey. Put it the police. Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> last week. Last week. Yeah. So, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sam, are you saying, yeah, that Leno is worse than Higgy? No, Le- Leno's worse than who? Oh, worse Higgy sandwich. Higgy. No, worse than the Higgy. If you're calling DDG Higgy, yeah? And you're saying that he's starting better. Are you saying Leno is worse than Higgy? Leno yeah. right now. Leno's not better than DDG. Yeah, I think that's this isn't even a conversation. Why are we having criminal. this conversation? I think that's criminal. Uh, I guess I think DDG and what Leno. Do think, what do you think, um, Rodney? What, DDG and Leno? Yeah. If you base it on last season, then you're going Leno, right? Thank you. I don't know oh, how. I don't know how that can be discussed. I don't know how that can be argued. Okay, okay. Let's say Leno. Okay, Leno. Right, cool. Let's say Leno. No, we're not saying Leno, bro. No, really. Let's say. There needs to be some level of decorum here. We're saying Leno. How can you go Leno over the head? Come on, Maguire. Keep going. So who was your centre back? Sorry. Easy. Let's go. Sorry, you're, you're, is, it, is it Seb's connection? Is it just me who's Seb is glitching in and it's out? It's Seb's connection still. Yeah, yeah, Seb right. glitching, bro. I don't know. I can hear you guys perfectly fine. I don't know why mine's moving mad. Cool. Yeah, you sound all right. You sound a bit better. Yeah, yeah. Quiet, and who would you partner with? Easy. Bye. Comfy. Next. Uh, left back. I'm back. taking Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams is short. Brandon Williams back. over Tim. Over Saka? Yeah. Tim is taking the same. Huh? Right, Saka, we go Saka. Saka, go Saka, go Saka. Go Saka. Go Saka. Yeah, Saka's fair. Give it Saka, yeah. Um, Lambasaka right back, no competition. Yeah, we got that. Hey, 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 hey. Timmy, <laughs> <laughs> we've already done. Hey, you're working me up. We're already done, man. No, but there needs to be a level of decorum, please. Bro, this is Bro, this is DDG Leno things upset me, you know. Yeah, anyway, cool. So, um, who are DM? I think it's Terrell. Can you even start no more for Arsenal? Nah, 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 nah. Why are you guys starting for Arsenal? 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 Why are you guys starting for Arsen
Listen, listen, Torreira is not better than Fred. He's not better than Fred, not better than Tom. He's not even oh, better than Matt. Oh, he's not even better than Matt. Oh, oh, so, nah. No, bro, you man are taking the piss. Yeah, Come on, man. Is Torreira no. at the end? He's not better than Fred. Is Torreira at the end? Is he at the end, though? I'm asking. He is a DM. He is yeah. a DM. Yeah, then he's starting over and Fred and Matic. Just be real. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not. So, alright, who are we partnering? Who's this two minute partner? Come on, let's not listen to that, man. Yeah, come on. Let's move. Let's move. And in the front three is going to be Obama, Young, Martial, and Rashford. Simple. That's 7 4, even when you took Leno as well. Bamiyang. Uh I don't know where's where's Marshall played on the where? No, I'm, I'm going to have to play on the right. He wants to. Doesn't matter. You know, Rashford Pepe on the right. Suck it. Huh? What did you say, Ronnie? You're going Pepe on the right? Yeah, over Marshall on the right. One, two, three. That's for the... It's five, six. For, for what we've got there. That's what I'm saying. So when I'm telling you it's way worse... Where are you saying way bro, worse? It's, it's way, bro, it's way worse. First of all, you man... It's not way worse. You, bro, you're talking Torreira over De Gea and you're saying Torreira over any of our other three midfielders. That's, that's, on, that's a natural them, thing. Bro. That's a normal no, thing. Because that's no normal. When you talk about it, the only Arsenal player where there was no debate over position was Aubameyang. Every other position... Yeah, but that goes either way. It's a debate. That's my argument. No, because right back, the two centre-backs easily... We picked United players. The two um, advanced midfielders easily we picked two United players. Off the left, easily we picked Rashford. Goalkeeper, we've argued about. Left back, we argued about. Argued about. DM, DM, we argued, we argued about. about. On the right, we argued about. Strikers, the only position that we said you know, yeah, Arsenal player can have it. So, no, 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 no. And left back. Bro, we argued. Bro, we, no, argued. Bro, we, we said Brandon Williams. No, no. We said Brandon Williams short. And Tierney before we even thought of Saka. Bro. I said Saka from the jump. And if he's that good, how do we forget him? If he's that that good, why have we forgotten? I didn't forget him. I said him from the start. Like we could forget him. Bro, come on, man. That's not even a. That's not you forgot. Some makeshift left back, bro. That's some primary school. And he's still better than all of our left backs. We're digressing here. We're digressing here. Yeah. Back to the point we were making about how important a top striker can be to a season. You definitely agree. You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Okay. Your, you'll see your Bamiyan situation. I agree with you, Sebi. That. Jamie. Who? Jamie Vardy. What about him? Or Leicester. What about him? Where Leicester now in the league? There's second. Uh, Hey, you know what's mad? Seb, you were saying on the last pod that Leicester are slipping away. So you got Vardy, you got Vardy, Vardy, you got Madison, Vardy was injured, you got Pereira, you got Sionchu, like, it's top teams, uh, it's, top teams well. it's top teams that do well, it's top teams that do well, bro, it's top teams that do well, like, I don't, I don't, but Mariah, he's a goal getter though. Yeah, I know he's like, he's leading the charts right I, now. Without his goals, they're not where they are. This is why a top striker is important. Yeah, bro, no one has less than the top four last um, going Obviously into the season. He's their main goal scorer. It's his job to score goals, so he's doing his job, yes. But it's also the job of the defender. Exactly, so that's the it's importance of the striker. 
It's also the job of a good defence to make sure the team doesn't concede goals so your team isn't losing 3-2 rather than winning 2-1 or 2-0. It's also the job of a top midfield to control the game so your strikers are getting chances and your uh, defenders aren't having to defend too much. Like, I've seen top strikers in poor teams. It's top strikers in a poor... Top strikers in a poor team will do, like, what Aubameyang's done for Arsenal, which is from 6th to 4th, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we should be paying £120 million to go from 6th to 3rd. Sorry. I'm only paying £120 million for Harry Kane, specifically. But, it's not, but bro, it's not going to be from 6th to 3rd, though. Because I think, I think, I think, I think, I think that we could... Finish. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. The listeners, the listeners can decide. I, 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 the listeners I, I, can decide. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, we the listeners to this and I think we should pretty much wrap up. But for me, in my opinion, in my frozen point, I feel like Harry came to an hour. Wow. <laughs> so let's talk hey. a couple more transfer rumors. Um obviously Sancho Watch, he had an Instagram live yesterday and he was holding some sort of talent competition. Very poor, very poor the talent that actually came on, on his Instagram live. But, uh, yeah. I saw it still, but I couldn't even be bothered to watch it, bro. Rappers Everyone's going mad on Insta Live at the moment. Rappers couldn't put two coherent bars together. But uh, a moment that stood out, and I'm sure you've all heard about it, um, <coughs> there was a moment in the comments where somebody wrote down, uh, if you're joining Manchester United, sip some water. And he seemed to read the comment <laughs> and then sip some water. Listen, no way. 2020 has been a hell of a year, yeah? And at this moment, we can't rule in anything or we can't rule out anything. Seeing that, do you guys think we're reaching or do you feel good? Reaching because there was only literally a 10-second clip and I feel like he was he kept on sipping the water in general. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the the players just, uh, the, the accounts just ripped that because Sanjo's been literally sipping water all Instagram live and then he just ripped, uh, wrote, do you know what I mean? It was only literally two seconds of the yeah, clip yeah, yeah, that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know if he okay. sipped it like 10, 10, second, 10 times before that, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's definitely uh, a reach. Yeah, oh, I come on. Oh, Bruv, you just oh, killed my side, really, bro. I'm not gonna lie, man. Bruv, are we really talking about a man zipping water on his Instagram on our phone? How many days have we been in self isolation, bro? <laughs> bruv, you know, you know what this is like. You know what this is like, yeah. You know what this is like. Wait, I just wanna say this is like I tuned into an Arsenal podcast and they were talking about um, what's their last manager, Emre's diet, and I loved it. This is. This is what it's like, bruv. Are you not okay? We're talking about Central zipping water. Like, right. That's I, mad. I have, no, I have no problem. Like, do it again. It was relevant, though. It was relevant. It was relevant. Yeah. We'll touch it we'll even if all we're going to do is dispel the myth, innit? Like, but we'll, <laughs> it, it, there's one thing they won't say about us. Is like, we didn't touch on a hot topic. You get me? Cool. Uh, so... This week, Paul Pogba went on to the Manchester United official podcast. I don't know if you guys have listened to it. It's got David May as one of the hosts. And he's just been talking about, obviously, what he's been getting up to, etc., etc. A couple of interesting uh, parts of me where he um, spoke about his injury. So, obviously, confirmed what we see in the Instagram videos, etc., etc. He's training, uh, he's training, playing with the ball, doing tricks and all that, keeping us all entertained. But it's specifically... Um, when he actually broke down what happened with his with his injury. So what he said is that he had a foot injury at the start of the season against Southampton and he was playing with it, training with it, and then when he eventually went to get it checked, he found out that he had a fracture, put a cast on it, uh, went very well. But he actually said it went too well. 
And what happened is that the bone grew back too big. So then when he came back again, he was again feeling like uncomfortableness in his foot. That's when he had to stop and then had to get the operation. And obviously, I only touch on this because there's been the talk all season about if he was ever really injured, if he was just pretending to try and get his move to Real Madrid, etc., etc. Um, with, with what I've added, I think I think that's pretty much um, open and shut case. Uh, Seb, I'll let you lead because obviously you, you're known to be a popper hater. Um, as what you said, is that finally put your uh, suspicions to bed? No, it's lying. Yeah, he's lying. He's lying. Yeah, I, can, I can say the same thing too. Yeah, I can say the same thing too. Yeah, he's lying. He's lying. He's lying. He let us down this season. That's all I've got to say on the subject. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, what this love is killing me. Anyway, the last. is so shameless. <laughs> The last player that I want to touch on who we're linked to uh, is the centre-back at Leipzig. Apakirbano, am I saying it correctly? Apakirbano, I don't even know, man. Apakirbano, I don't know what the man is called. Apakirbano, Oh, yeah. I think it's Apocano. No, Opamecano. I'm reasoning now. Opamecano? Yeah, he's French. Opamecano, yeah. Yeah, cool. Who watched him? Yeah, I watched him a couple of times still. Can't even say his name, because. Yeah, I watched him a couple of times, yeah. It's true, to be fair, you are calling it Mbappe, Mbappe, so we know how you come from. Yeah, but I don't know all these man's names, bro. Yeah, I don't know about Mbappe and all them, man. You know what I mean, man? I don't know about them, man. Oh, you know what I mean? I, I just care about the Brits. You know what I mean? I just care about the Brits, bruv. I don't know about all these other foreign guys. You know what I mean? What do you think of him? This is like anyone listening to that name wrong, man. What you lot have seen? So, Seb and uh, Tim, what, what do you lot think of him as a prospect? I don't say, say nothing about him. He's a good player. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's a good player, but he's not better than Bailey. He's not better than Bailey, yeah? You're not really a big Bailey fan, are you? No, no, no I'm, I'm not a big Bailey fan because, like, okay, Bailey yeah, is one of those people, yeah, at his best level, he's absolutely world-class, but his best level is rarely seen, and then on top of that, he's, his, yeah. he's it's just too much for me, man. Like he, he just I mean, he does too much dumbness and he gets injured too much. So that's why I'm not a fan of this. But obviously, I respect what he brings. When he's on form, he's he's absolutely unreal. So he's not better than Bailly. And I don't even know because um like when I looked at like Axel at, at, at Villa last season, Axel looked like a Rolls Royce. Cool. Um Axel, so I don't even know if he's better than Axel. You're a big Axel fan, yeah? Hundred percent man. He's he's physical he's got the physical presence. I, I actually just it's just his injuries, isn't it? Um, that's that's the biggest issue for me. I'm a big, big fan. Like I, I'd have to put place him next to Maguire if that like, Bailly was injured. Like he's better than Lindelof. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, and 
even it's one of those things that even like John Terry, John Terry was raving about him, wanted to keep him at Villa. Uh, Villa. Do you know what I mean when 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 he was there? So um, yeah, man, um, I'm, I'm I'd rather keep it's not worth um, any type of money. He's got better centre backs um, at, currently at the club. Um, yeah, it, it has to be. That's a no go for you, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it yeah, for me. Obviously, he's young and, and he's shiny, isn't he? Isn't he like twenty two or something? Twenty one. Yeah, he's young. He's athletic. He can play a bit. Obviously, he might just be a younger version of Barry. I can't speak on him because I haven't seen him. And again, I'm expecting our listeners who, who have uh, watched him extensively to, to fill us in more. But it's always a new thing, isn't it? It's always that, it's that next thing. It might not be better than what you, you currently have, but just because it's new, um, your your eyes light up. So Yeah, yeah. And that, from what you said, so that sounds like that might be the case. So, 100%. Cool. So we're going to get into uh, our throwback match for this week. A classic from the 0203 season. It was the second leg Champions League quarter final against Real Madrid, Old Trafford. Uh, we won 4 3. Uh, watching it, it was nostalgia, man. It was nostalgia. It was, yeah. Like, it looked like some bad memories for bad me. Bad memories, not even that. Just the names, man. Just the names of the yes. players. Like, first of all, you had uh, Pierre Luigi Colina, like the celebrity. Ref was refereeing the game. We referee, yeah. But then you look at the the, the lineups. Um, we had Bartes in goal. Uh, right back was Wes Brown. Centre backs were Rio and Sylvester. Um, no, 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 Right back. Um, so um, Brown and Rio were centre backs. So who was right back? Sylvester. Sylvester was left back. No, and, um, no, 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 no. <coughs> O'Shea was left back. O'Shea was. O'Shea was you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He O'Shea was in the middle was, with um, no, 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 Brown was in the middle no, no, no. with Rio. No, no, I know O'Shea played. O'Shea played. No. But I know Brown was in the middle middle with Rio for no, the no, second no. goal. The tapping he's come through Brown. Through the um inside inside right. Positions, but where they were starting, it was Silvestra and Rio in the middle. Brown at right. Yeah. Back, O'Shea at left yeah. And then the midfield, yeah, exactly. yeah, the midfield was. I'm not sure if it was three or if it was, it was two. Four, three, three. It was a four three three or four five one. Three. Yeah, it, it was, was three. 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 They're on, they're on gigs. Um, they're on um, Keenan Butt in the yeah. middle. And then yeah. you had gigs on yeah. the right. So, so, uh, gigs on the right. Can you stop cutting? Bro, hey, just relax, fam. Please, you keep cutting into me. Yeah, and let's together, bro. Just relax. I was bro. You panel, yeah? I'm talking for me anyway. Cool. And then Fergie, obviously, is the coach. And then on the other side, we had uh, 21-year-old Casillas, you know? All I remember about is an old wash keeper. Uh, We had Casillas in goal. Yeah, so I got at right-back. Centre-backs were Hierro and Helguera. Bobby Carlos at left-back. Midfield was Makaleli and Guti. That's the two. You had McManaman on the left, Zidane in the middle, Figo on the right, and then Ronaldo up front. Um, very entertaining game. I think of all the games we've gone back to watch, this is probably the game that I've enjoyed watching the most, just watching the, the old legends. And, yeah, the ebbs and flows. I think you don't remember, this was Beckham's last season. Uh, he was famously put on the bench for this game. In my memory, the boot incident happened like the, the game before. And to teach him a lesson, Fergie benched him for this game. But actually, the boot uh, injury thing happened when we played Arsenal in the FA Cup, and that game was like in February. And when when that happened, 
obviously they went in, Fergie kicked the, the boot bag and the uh, boot hit Beckham in the eye. That was essentially the beginning of the end. What did you not think of the performance? We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Timmy, you watched you watch the game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bro, like, I thought we actually played well, like, going forward. If we, was a bit, if we were a bit more clinical, I know we scored four goals. Mm-hmm. But um, if we were actually a bit more clinical with some of the chances that we had, then the result could have been could have been different. Um, so sure, man. Well, that is only out again, yeah. Unfortunate. Oh, man. <laughs> if you want to drop Beckham for Solskjaer, bro, like Solskjaer, do something. Like yeah. his link-up play throughout the game was really good. I liked how we worked with um, Van Nistelrooy, mm. but he just had like. Three like dual chances that he should really have been putting away, yeah, and like I said, it, it literally could turn the whole tie. Yeah, I think um, defensively we were poor. Ronaldo didn't have to do much for his hat trick. Exactly, he didn't have to do much for his hat trick. Um, like we started stronger. I thought I thought we were a stronger team at the start. Um, we were getting like we were getting to the like the edge of their eighteen yard box, and then they kind of like stamp it out. I think what happened is that we had one of those attacks where we got to the edge of their 18 yard box and then they broke and then it was like Roberto Carlos and Manaman to Zidane to Guti and then Guti just played in Ronaldo. Honestly, in my memory when I think back to that goal, my thought was always Rio got done and Barthez should not have been so easily beaten at his near post. Looking at it again, I think, yeah, Ronaldo takes it pretty early. Like, Barthez was still set in his feet and he just shot and he, yeah, he, he crept in. It was a good finish, man. It's, it's what you expect from, yeah. from R9 looking back. What do you um, guys think of the game, um, Seb and Ronnie? I watched the highlights, yeah. so yeah. I can only really talk about the, um, the goals mainly. Yeah, what do you think That's of the first goal? I don't know. Ronaldo sort of run across Rio and Rio sort of just do I don't know he's just a, a yard off of Ronaldo he's giving him I think he was out of fear you know mm. he's giving him too much time there and obviously he's taking a shot early yeah. but the keeper should get there man I think Rio probably thought he can't score from where he is so no but even before I'm talking about the run that, the run that he's made him. okay so like in if you watch the goal, he's made a run across sort of Rio. And yes. Rio's maybe like a yard or two away from Ronaldo mm. when he should have been maybe a bit more... If not tighter, he should have positioned himself a little better because you could see where the ball was going because of where the space was. So I think Rio there gave, gave him too much time. Maybe that was out of fear. Yeah, I think he second-guessed himself. Yeah, I think I made that a little bit out of fear there and obviously second-guessing himself. But, but even so, Barton shouldn't get beaten because he goes to the near post, correct decision... And he just, I don't, he shouldn't get beat by that at near post. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, a fizzed one. It was like more like a, a placement one. And mm. no, I, I don't, I don't think he should have got beat by that one. That was a bit suspect. Yeah, you know what? Quite a sus- few suspect goals in his time. Yeah, like looking back on, 
like I always remembered the hat trick as mad. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems it seems like if if you don't watch the game, yeah, the hat trick seems like an absolute madness. Mm. Yeah. But like watching it back, it wasn't really that deep. Mm. Like it was. Yeah, I think it's more his performance than than the hat trick itself. Did he look? How do you think he played? Yeah, that? I, think, I, I thought he played pretty well. To be honest with you, yeah, 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 yeah. He got on it very much. Like I think he did, did like a little bit, but whenever he was in a position to kill the three chances he got, he just not. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was gone. That was supposed to be the finished finished him, innit? They were saying it was done at that point. That was just off after the. That was the World Cup was the summer before, innit? Um, yeah, like he wasn't finished. Yeah, I think he was still a few seasons away from being finished. You know, when yeah. he's finished because then his belly started to show on his top. Like so, and he still had the eleven shirt. So I think he was still. Yeah, but I remember them. I remember them saying even when I was watching highlights, they were saying, "Yeah, if this is a finished Ronaldo, then boy." Boy, yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, yeah, I think maybe yeah. that was a talk. Cause remember, up to the World Cup, he was injured for a couple of years, isn't it? And it was literally, mm. if my memory serves me well, he played like into his last game of the season. And he bagged two goals, and they're like, "Ah, oh, should they take him? Should they take him?" And then they took him, and he wasn't fit. And then he went on to win the World Cup, be the top scorer. So maybe that's what it was around. But I think in terms of how when it was him, it was still a few years before he became like the the Ronaldo who was who was. Yeah. Do you know who impressed me a lot? Van Nistelrooy. Oh, we discussed this in yeah. the chat as well, yeah. um, guys. His 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 like basically his reputation, how he's remembered, obviously. He didn't stay here for very long, I don't think. What was it, five seasons? Um, oh, six? He left? Yeah, yeah, five seasons. Yeah, it was about five seasons. And yeah, 2001. He didn't play for the most successful United side. I think we were in between sides when he came. Yeah. So the old side were all like getting old, getting on a bit. Like you can see, like. We probably played for the worst United. One of that, like that, that period there was we weren't that great. Yeah. That was probably like one of Fergie's, not worst yeah. sides, but one of his sides that we weren't really. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how do you guys look back on him? He, I thought he was immense. Apart from just, apart from just a goal, yeah, it's just his gem. He was all over the place. His hold up play, his ability to get out of tight situations, his linking up, yeah. his ability to get the yard to, to get chances. He, he was mm. but How do you guys remember that history? How do you remember it, it, it made me realise that he's very underrated. Like, people just see, look at him as just like some tapping striker mm. or whatever. But I feel like that's more so when you're looking back at like clips and stuff like that. But even some of his finishes, if you look back at absolutely unreal. Like you, like strikers that couldn't even do it right now. Do you know what I mean? Like that are in the world that that some of the top strikers could not do some of the things that um 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 Rude done. Yeah, Vanistro done. It was it was just crazy. Like his variety of finishes were just it, unreal. Like hold up play, unreal in and around the box, spin, turn, shoot, finish. Like it was just like for me, he was definitely one of the best nines ever. It, he won't be he, for me. It, like the outside of the box stuff is very underrated, so people will look at him as one of the best players ever. But um, he's definitely um, up there, man. Up there, definitely up there for me. Mm. Yeah, when you talk about his finishes, left foot, right foot, body, chips, the chips were from like dumb angles. Yeah, beating players to get his yard out, like you said, yeah, chips. He, yeah, he, he had it all, really. You know what? 
I think a lot of the time you forget that like players play the role that's asked of them. Yeah. Do you know? Like I always thought it was good, and I think probably yeah, I had the same feeling about it. Like yeah, he's literally just a finisher. Obviously, he scored a couple of like special goals. I think the one against Fulham comes to mind when he ran with it. Yeah, yeah. A couple edge of the box finishes like. But when I think he missed the one for us outside the box, you know. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the only one. Yeah. And, that was, and that one was like a slight deflection. I remember when that went in. Mm. But <laughs> when he went to Real Madrid, yeah, he did an absolute madness. Like, it's all right. Because obviously Spain's a more technical league, in it, so they ask a bit more of your strikers, especially if you're playing for somebody. But at Real Madrid, first season, that's when you got to see his full repertoire of like, this guy can actually play. He's like, actually a technically sick player in it. And it's mad. I watch football, probably foreign football, more then than I do now. But I can imagine most people here probably didn't get to see that side of Ruben Nistelrooy. So he's always had that reputation of just being like a tapping merchant. But he was a bad boy. This was a, this was at the highest level. You're looking across the team, and the main thing that, for as much domination as we had, the main thing that stood out to me is that their team was just technically way more sound and more comfortable on the ball. Once you got to the midfield areas, Zidane obviously goes about saying, Guti, Steve McManaman, not necessarily technically the best, but he was rapid. You had Figo popping in and out of pockets. They were like, the only player who was like staying stationary was like Makalele. Everybody was like, one minute McManaman's in the middle, Guti's on the left, uh, Zidane's on the right, Figo's on the left, Ronaldo's dropping deep, and then somebody else was going to be their furthest man forward. So, yeah, that was the main thing that, that stood out to me. Uh, and then obviously, Beckham coming, coming on and grabbing a couple of goals. The funniest thing about this, I remember this memory from school so vividly. When we came, you know, like the Champions League nights, obviously, ITV Champions League night, that's what I remember from the, like, the font and the design, yeah. The next day when I came into school, my friend, a, a good friend of mine, was like, on my days, Beckham scored two goals. Imagine how many he would have scored if he started. <laughs> <laughs> Was definitely uh, one of the key keepers. Yeah, yeah, man. He's he's proved at United. I, I wasn't really feeding him at that time. Mm. We, at that time, we were struggling as well, though. Like, <laughs> for, like there was like a space of like five six years where we went through scrubs in goal. Yeah, yeah. Like, Cal- 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 Howard, 
Yeah, just bare man. Bare man, like. Yeah, so. That would be the guy saved us. Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa saved us and then yeah, and then DDG. Yeah, it was it was crazy looking um looking back on that. The thing as well, like that Madrid team wasn't even doing that well in the league, and we were doing we won the league that season, didn't we? Oh, two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we yeah. Were going, going into it, that we were favourites, and it was still back in the days when the Champions League. Were we? Yeah, going. We were playing better than they were. They weren't doing very well. Nah, yeah, because oh, but that, as well. that midfield diamond that they had, yeah. Fucking hell, man. They had too much quality. I remember, like, looking back in the hindsight, I read an article a few years ago. It was like, it was literally seen as their last stand. They got knocked out in the next round. I forgot. Yeah, something was in it. Juventus, Juventus, Juventus. Yeah, they got knocked out. They really caught that good of a fight. Yeah, that was near their season, wasn't it? Yeah, they gave it to us, man. Like, even the first leg popped us properly. Oh, they popped us in the first leg, bruv. We got another one. Give us the away goal, give us a little bit of hope. Yeah. I remember because he was like 3 0 down, we got a late one as well. Mm-hmm. I think that was Ronaldo, another Ronaldo show, actually. The first leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. I remember the first goal was that Figo, the overhit cross, and Bartes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, brother, it's that guy. He's a- you see, when, now when I watch the hat trick, I can watch it obviously with more, a better trained eye for yeah. football. Bartes, bruv, f- two of them goals, a better keeper. That hatchet doesn't happen. Hundred and ten percent, bruv. And, and I blame him too much for the first goal, though. I am. You can't get beat. I think he took it. Man. Yeah, but he took it way early, man. Bro, I, I think his positioning is poor. Way. I think his positioning is poor. Mm. But, um, he's still sorting his feet, like Mariah was saying, and uh, but he took it so early, bruv. Like no one expected it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if you're talking hypotheticals, that four three becomes a. But it was a hinky four three, though. It was almost like, yeah, we've got three away goals. There's no way we're going out now. So, you know. They took Ronaldo off on the hour, bro. They took Ronaldo off. Yeah, we've got three away goals. There's no way you lot are going to come back. And literally just cruise control for the last half. That line-up, our line-up was, like, looking back on it, that was shit, fam. That line-up was... I thought the midfield three was good. Bottles alright still. He was always alright, innit? Yeah. Yeah, it was just it was just alright, like shift guys, innit? Yeah. There was no like amazingly technical great players, there was no really much I don't think there was much flair players on that pitch there, it was a bit mad. Yeah. No, no, was very was the flair and he was poor for United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you think Giggs made to me? Um Brian Giggs is my guy, fam. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you played more, well, innit? Are you sure, on, yeah? bro? Yeah, of course I'm sure, but yeah, I'm not going to say a bad word about Giggs, man. You know I'm not. <laughs> when Giggs played a lot, bro, I'll be shameless. See how you man do with A and 9, fam? RG11, innit? Fuck it. RG11. That even sounds shit. Hey, it don't need to rhyme. That's Ryan Giggs, fam. That's that my sound guy, shit. Man. Nasty, man. And if you have his partner on the right-hand side, you knock them out as well. If you told me RG, what was it, RG11, I guess RG who that was, I would 11. never, yes, I would never, I would never, I know that's Ryan Giggs, I would never, I would never, I would never, that sounds so shit. Bro, and AM9 sounds good. Loud. Yeah. 9 a.m. Yeah. 9am. Yeah. 9am. Yeah. It's not AM9. Oh. It's 9am. Whatever it is, whatever it is. It's still 9am. Bro, you only, you only have a... 25 or so. Hey, 
Oh, Tim, you only have one number and two letters to get right there, and you still got it wrong. <laughs> Whatever you call him, I don't <laughs> care, fam. HK9, 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 HK21. Let's get to new one. With that, we're going to uh, close up with some listeners' questions. Um, since we were just talking about the Real Madrid Manchester United game, uh, oh. a question from ML Dom's asking for a combined 11 from the game. So this is just going to be based on performance, yeah? So, first, I think we should try and agree on the formation. How, how do you think we'd, we would line up? I think 4 4 2 for me. Or four, um, four, I think 4-5-1. Mm, interesting. Cause I because Zuti's basically played behind Ronaldo, isn't it? I need Rude and Ronaldo playing, though. Oh, that's true. 4-1-2-1-2. Oh. Yeah, we right. can do that. Cool. cool. Proper throwback team. 4-1-2-1-2. Cool. So, uh, Bartez, on the camera... Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it was... Hey, yeah. <laughs> Tell me if you mention my man. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Look at that. Who's your centre-back pair? I thought Hierro was good. Hierro, I'll go Hierro and... Well, you say so. Hierro is playing centre-back, isn't it? Rio, no, nah, Rio. Rio weren't good, bro. Are we basing on performance? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. the game. Performance, the yeah. Game, not oh, okay. But yeah. Herbera was shit as well. No, no, but Madrid centre-backs looked a bit shaky as well, guys. Six and seven. was shit. So who's the best of the bad bunch then? I thought I saw Herrera make some good interceptions. Well, go Herrera and Rio because Elgaro scored no goal, you know. Right, cool. Um, Back, uh, O'Shea dubs Figo. Might give him that just for that. (laughs) Nah. Uh, What what did Carlos do? Oh, yeah, man. Bex has to, man. Oh, 
Okay, so who you play in the middle? Um, Beckham or because obviously the, the final. Be- I, I swapped it out with Beckham. Yeah, Beckham's are done. No, Beckham, Wait, so, Beckham and my man in the middle as the two and then the one man in the tenth is Zidane, yeah? And then yeah, 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 you can't not play a man who had a hat-trick. And yes. I thought by this story was arguably man of the match. I thought, I thought he was brilliant. He was definitely our best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Got another question from Doc K32. Thoughts on the United DNA type of culture ongoing at the club and how much it could affect our rebuild? I'm going to let you lead on that, Seb, because you're a big fan of the United DNA. So, yeah, can you give us your thoughts? Elaborate for those of us who aren't initiated. Yeah, so the United DNA is more so getting in young British talent um, and having players that really want to play for the club. So, you know. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so, for example, like, Brits more so, they grew up on Manchester United, so the pinnacle of them, the pinnacle of uh, football to them is getting a move to a historic club like, say, like, Manchester United, or let's say maybe, like, Liverpool, I don't know, whereas um, more foreign players, Manchester United is definitely a club that they love and they grew up on, but if Barca or Real Madrid come calling, that's probably the pinnacle for them. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I feel like um, United are definitely looking for because for me, um, um, I feel like it definitely like like you're gonna try more for the clubs that you love in it. Really, like it subconsciously or consciously. Obviously, every pro is gonna be playing at a certain level, but if when it comes to actual, you know, trying hard for the club that you love. What do you mean by that, though? So, all right, for example... The only only way you get a move to a Real Madrid from Manchester United is if you you play well, you establish yourself. So, all your incentives are to play well. It gets, gets you more money, more profile, you get to play more, and that gets you to move to your dream club. So, I don't think we necessarily need to... I don't see the point of that, personally speaking. Because you uh, can't really get you a Dan James. Yeah, but I'm sure the Dan. Uh, let's let's forget about let's forget about the Dan James thing because the Dan James thing isn't a DNA thing. It was more so for gigs. It was a gigs um, recommendation, and DJ was supposed to come off the bench. Um, and ideally, United would have got Sancho last season. So for me, I don't really, I don't really. Um, I feel like Dan James no. was exactly the type of profile. Nah, it wasn't because we, we, it was spoke about last season that he wasn't. Um, he he was meant to come. He said Dan James more. Ideally, would like would like him to play right now. Um, and then yeah, but he was playing instead of him. He didn't buy no one else. Yeah, no, but he tried to get Central, but he wasn't able. wasn't able to get Central last yeah, but look, whether whether he was supposed to start or not doesn't change whether he fit the profile of player we won, and he was definitely fitting the DNA. sort of profile. That's yeah. the DNA through and through. Young British, Luke Shaw's DNA through and through. Listen, the the DNA that we're I, going I don't, for. I don't listen, know about anyone who's British, yeah, that's a United DNA signing, my guy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, limiting. Uh, it's very yeah, limiting. quality as well. We take the best from the English teams that are English. I mean, like, we, I mean we paid thirty million for Luke Shaw, didn't we? So before when we signed him, was that we were getting somebody who's going to be our, our left back for the next eight years? Well, he yeah. has been. He's not the Luke Shaw of like Southampton in it, so that was very, hard. very unlucky. That injury yes, killed that, him. That was horribly wrong. However, um, players like Sandro, who are English, 
um, that are quality players that Grealish that are English who are quality those are the players that Manchester United are looking to take and they see as United DNA and is that is that, a, is that an ethos that you support 100% 100% 100% it's definitely I definitely want more English players or, play, or players who are playing in English leagues like currently now to come to Manchester United I, I miss the days where we just go and get the best players in our league to go and compete do you know what I mean? So, because, uh, you think that some may have somewhat, I think that is somewhat hampered English teams on the continent and also internationally. Our players don't travel enough. Our players don't travel enough and get enough of different cultures of life and different cultures of football. So we're very much in our bubble of football and when we actually go and play teams who, top teams whose players play all over the world, they're able to better adjust. Yeah. Like, you play space, you know what we're going to do to these Spanish players? We're going to rush them up, we're going to give them the PMP treatment. They've been playing in the Prem, so you can't even try and come come at them with that PMP mm-hmm. angle. When we try and play these other teams, like, you start getting popped, the manager doesn't even know how to adjust to what's yeah. practically happening to him. That's why... That's why, but that's why Liverpool managed to pan Barca at, at um, Anfield. What, um, what, yeah, but it might work once Liverpool, yeah, it's not a Liverpool DNA thing. It's a this is the type of players we need to play the football we want to play. Their star players are Mane, an African, and Henderson, Firmino, a Brazilian, Sam, an African, Henderson, a Brit, Van Dyke, uh, Van Dyke, Dutch, Dutch, Alisson, a Brazilian, and Trent. Yeah. A Robertson. 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 Like, essentially, what you need to do, what you think where you need to actually start from, is knowing how you want to play football, how you want your Bingo. team to up, and the skills of your players. Oh, like, I don't care if that player is from Halston or if he's from Auckland in Australia. As long as he has the skills. No, because United I don't want all of the team to be British. The core of the team they want to be British. Yeah, so core team core, the core of the team they want to be British and then they want to add the surplus. Far away from the core being British. I know whatever, but that's just what they want, isn't it? You, like you, uh, you, you support it, so obviously you're their spokesman. So yeah. can you make a British core that can then be good enough to yeah. compete for the title? Yeah. What players would that be made up of for you? Let's say you have the budget to get. So you'd have Maguire, yeah. Who else? Yeah. And then you'd have um, what in midfield? Whoever. Who? What players? Maguire, Wambasaka, Rashford, Sancho, Grealish, and uh, Harry Kane or not Harry Kane. Either way, that's still enough. Sancho, Grealish. That's fair. That's still enough. Obviously and then Greenwood as well. Greenwood and then Henderson to come in uh, to face to get out. And then that, that's also your core um, of um, English players. If you want to add British, then, you know, you've got other players in the ranks that are British. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, for me, I feel like paper. that. Looks interesting on paper. I'll allow it. Um, cool. Got the next question from BR2203. Who would bang more at United, Kane or Aubameyang? Kane. Aubameyang. Okay. Uh, Ronnie, this Aubameyang is and why? Huh? You say Aubameyang, why do you think he'd bang more? Just from what I... Like, when he plays number nine, he plays closer to the goal than Kane at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's my only thinking. I watch... Like, people are basing Kane being a prolific goal scorer 
on the cane they watched two, three years ago. Watching, even like, even if you take into his injuries, there's no way you should be playing that. Even that you take in injuries, the team he's playing in, a striker that was as prolific as Kane, there's no way you play so far away from goal and so much of the pitch in front of you. His game is developing to something different. And you don't, next season, I don't know what it's going to be like. Abanyang, you know, you know what you're getting. I think with Kane, but I think we touched on this at the start. I still think with Kane that is because of the team that he's in, though. I, I don't think. I think if he's in a team where he's getting ammunition from a Pogba and a Bruno. No, but look at his... Oh, should I tell you something? Yeah, yeah, even as a striker, it's easier to play on the shoulder than to drop deep. So, no, Harry Kane is doing... You see, it's way easier. No, Harry Kane is doing a harder job than a Bamian. You see? It, 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 it's it's easier to play on the it's shoulder easier, than to drop it's deep. Easier to, it's easier to play on the shoulder as a striker. Okay, all right. Okay, let's have an Let's talk it out, lads. Come on. So, why? We'll start with you, Rodney. Why do you think it's not easier to play on the shoulder than it is to drop deep? Ask him why he don't like. Ask him why he doesn't like Martial, please. No. Are we sick? On point. On point, please. So I'm, I'm proving my point. Ask him why he doesn't like Martial. Why don't you like Martial, Seb? Everything. He doesn't do anything good. <laughs> no, but what specifically? <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't play on the shoulder, and he doesn't drop deep. Good. He Both. Does he doesn't deep. do none of them. He, he does. Good. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do. He doesn't do it good enough. He doesn't do it good enough. He doesn't do it good enough. He doesn't do. It. He, he's he, like the level. The level that I'm looking for is Harry Kane versus us two seasons ago when he when he didn't even score but he battered us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You're talking. You're talking about two seasons ago. Listen, he didn't score. I can, I can tell you the strikers that can drop deep. Dropping deep where you've got so much space, where you've got so much pitch in front of it, it's easier than playing on the shoulder, cuz. I don't even think, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't. Okay. I don't. Why don't, why don't it just depends on specialising, man. Why don't, why don't, um, Rodney? You need, you need different, you need different, like, uh, sure, to your ball. I think it's skill set, surely. If you ask Michael Owen to drop deep, he'd, he'd be like, oh, come on, cuz. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, but what I'm saying is more strikers can look the most play on the shoulder. I'm not sure about that. I think I'm not sure about that. I think Rodney might be right. Wait, wait. Go for for strikers in the league right now and you'll be able to see which strikers most of them can come and drop deep and play, bruv. Who? That's not a big thing, bruv. Look at Real Jimenez. He can drop deep and play, bruv. Real Jimenez. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot of them that can drop deep and play, bro. If you're asking yeah, them, it just depends on, it depends on your role. As a, as a good striker, you can do both, yeah? But I'm saying, what one's harder, yeah? Because, yeah, like, when you play football, I'm just... On the shoulder, 
what was harder, linking up play is a harder thing than staying on the shoulder and staying in between um, no, the six-yard box. Dropping isn't always isn't always like you're not like dropping deep, receiving the ball, and then popping it off. Like that's most strikers should be able to do that because that's not a that's not a like a, a massive asset unless you're talking about holding up the ball. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, hold, that's that's part of it. Holding up the ball, bringing up bringing players into play. But like that's, not that's dropping what, deep though. Holding up the ball, that's not dropping deep. Because you get the ball pinned to you. Dropping, hold up the ball. Dropping deep, yeah, into the hole, yeah, picking yeah. up. And bringing other players into a play is a harder thing than just being on the shoulder. Most strikers can do that, bruv. Just drop um, deep and pop the ball off, bruv. That's that's normal for professional footballers. Like. I, I, I think here, I can see what Rodney's trying to say, but I think what Seb's talking about is a level to which you can do it. So the level yeah. to which a Benzema does that, in comparison to yeah. the level that Martial does it, is night and day. And if you were to switch Martial for Benzema and ask them to execute yeah. that specific role for Real Madrid, best believe they will feel the difference in it. So it's more, it's more about the fact that the, for the level that we need it at, so Manchester United, the level that we but need we don't, at, we don't need a striker that drops deep. I think you. I think a top team needs their strikers to be able to do both. It does both exactly. You need a yeah. to do both you're not, not going to have. You're not going to have in every game necessarily the sort of match where you can literally just stay on the shoulder and your midfielders will be able to feed. But you. more but often than not, yeah, more often at United you're going to need your striker to stay on the sh- on on your shoulder because look at who he's going to have around him. He doesn't need to drop deep. Maybe it opens up. Know, it opens the up thing though, when you look at games that we typically struggle in, it's a game that is tighter up there, and we're struggling to even build any superiority. Yeah, but in look second, at the in the second third of in the second third of oh, the game. So but if, against those teams that keep it tight, we can't even get it. But Martial drops deep, fam. The level it's not good. It's not good. It's not, it's not good. night and day. It doesn't mean oh, all right. Right, let's yeah, move on, man. Let's move. Yeah. Let's, let's move. Yeah, I don't think it's good enough. I don't think it's good enough. I think if we have Martial dropping deep and Kane dropping deep is not like oh, it's mad. It's a big okay. mad difference. Uh, it's, uh, what it's are you talking about? Dropping deep, picking up the ball, picking it off, bro. Right, cool. well, 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 There's one thing. There's two things here that Harry Kane can do here while dropping deep that Martial can't do. He can get the ball, drop the deep and ping it, yeah? yeah. Which he, he's done various times he does for Spurs. Martial can't even ping a ball, number one, yeah? Two, yeah. he can drop, <laughs> turn and also play cut passes, just bounce it off and then Martial make something. I don't know, when does he do Bro, it? He doesn't do it, it. Why is it Martial and Kane? I swear it was Aubameyang and Kane. No, no. I gave I gave an example. Martial being it like Seb moans at Martial for dropping deep. I moan at no. I don't moan at him from. He doesn't do nothing when he drops deep. He just he, he just recycling the like, just. Deep. But that is exactly like, what Kane is doing: dropping deep and recycling the ball, brother. Left or right, that's recycling the ball, bro. No, he doesn't. He doesn't just pop it off. He does. He, does. he literally yeah. picks up the ball and he'll go That's left or right yeah. more often than not. Unless you're talking about a counter-attack. Uh, pass you, he'll, he'll take the drop deep, he'll ping it to a player. He does a variety of things, man. Uh, Kings are all round. Whatever you want to dress up, pinging is still recycling the ball, and they're going left or right, bro. Well, he drops deep and does he does better things dropping deep. All right, cool. That's nice. And got a question from Ayovelli. Um, think it's Ayo's burner account. Uh, what do you think uh, Oli's prototypical line looks like? 
Question mark. If he wants a threat in behind, surely that rules out Kane at this stage in his career, dodgy ankle slash hamstring. At the same time, at the same time, you've been Lukaku and Whitehead Hallen, whose link up play is suspect. It's all a bit confusing. Good question. I think I feel like I mean, just just gone into it. You think Aubameyang is Oli's ideal striker? That's yeah, right. I think he's he a goal scorer. I mean, yeah, he just says he just he just he doesn't want any. He just said only in the box. He wants to try this in the box. He says it about Martial all the time. Yes, he wants goals. He yeah, Abamyang is probably ideal for Oli. Mm. I think Kane. I think Kane can do it, but I don't think um, with the money with the money that uh, Spurs won, I don't think he'd do it. I think Oli. If he had to pick. They're both going for oh, 50 yeah. mil, let's say. If he has to pick, he's taking Kane, I think. Yeah, let's say they're both the same age, everything. They're both both like 50 mil. Yeah. He's taking Kane over Aubameyang. In my opinion, definitely. I think, I yeah, think Aubameyang's so. 30, isn't it? So, so. Yeah. No, but even forget that. Let's say they're the same age. They're both in the prime of their career. I think he's going to take Kane because Kane's just a better goal scorer and that's what he wants. A man that will better. sit in the box. Better goal scorer, better player, better footballer. Yeah, cool. basically. Uh, final question from Tay Diggs. I feel like we get um, some variation of this question every week, but I'll ask it again. If we buy Greenish, is he a bench option or where does he start? I think he's a bench option at this point. He's a bench, he's bench for me. You had him in DM, yeah, did you? I, I don't get it. Bro, where are you getting this feeling <laughs> from, bro? Like, my brother... Listen, if there's no proof of this, then I don't want to hear it again. Because I'm hearing man talk to me about Greenish and DM. I'm just, I'm just scratching my head, bro. Like, what's the like, if, if, if United buy Greenish as a as a bench option, yeah, like I'll I'll be very very surprised because it's very very different from everything we've been doing recently. Like in terms of buying quality and adding just adding quality to the squad and not caring if the person's on the bench. So for me, when we was looking at Greenish, I was just thinking this guy has to start because I'm just looking at what we've done. Um, you know, previously, I, I I don't see us adding quality to the bench or stuff like that. You know what I mean? So for me, I definitely see him starting in some type of diamond or whatever. But if he's right. if he's on the bench, then that probably looks like we've turned the corner and we're trying to actually build a, a, a proper team. Which uh, I wouldn't be mad at, Johnny. I'm having him on the bench for sure because I just think it's just a scary option to have. Like we don't have no one on the bench that we look at and think, yeah, he's going to come in and change the game. I'm not playing greenish fees for a bench option. It depends. If Villa stay up 60, 70 more, if they get relegated, 40, 50. I'm no, but we're 67. Wait, we're quote 80 million. But you have to, that's what I'm saying. Until my first team is certified and I'm happy with my starting 11, why am I spending yeah. 50, 60 million on a player who's not going to start? I haven't solved all the problems. Tell him again. If he's a player that you know will start eventually, oh, and, oh. He's, and he's, he's good and enough he's, to start and he's a great option. He is, but like, okay. who's he going to start ahead of? I, I think Pogba's getting sold if Greenish comes. Yeah, I buy that. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, I do. I definitely feel like that. The only thing that if it's we, the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, if we see Greenish come in, that basically confirms Pogba's off, yeah? Gee, that's the only thing that makes sense. Like, if United... 
I'm not used to United buying players for the bench that have quality. And then also... But quote with 80 million, so I'm confused with it. Really. He's not worth 80 million. He'll go for less, definitely. Boy, this English market is mad, bro. Um, they're definitely going to be still, so we'll see. Furthermore, let's say we did sign him and we did keep Pogba. Definitely a bench option now, no? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You don't sign him if you're not. Bro, there's so many games. There's so many games to play in a season. Plus, man, like Martial can't stay fit, so Rashford's probably gonna have, have a spell up top, up top, anyways. And then ooh, it wouldn't even surprise me if Oli does something mad, like put Rashford up front, put Grealish on the left, and bench Mister Nine AM film. Boy, interesting. I'm with that. Boy, I don't know. Rashford, Rashford, the left his own, his own. Yeah, he's, he's got that. I think he likes that freedom, man. To just float and just... He's serious on the left. I'll keep yeah, him there. To, to just roam and wreak havoc, man. I think it's maybe a few yeah. years before I flame off. Cool. Um, well, that... It's pretty heated. A surprisingly heated pod for... <laughs> 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 I love it, though. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, with that, once again, thank you all for coming on. Um, yeah, have a nice evening. All of you stay safe. Uh, before I go, forgot to mention, I'll put the link when I release the pod as well. Uh, Patreon, please subscribe, especially for somebody who's listening regularly. Peace. 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 Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. New home ownership can be a real eye opener. But it's the perfect time to look into Homeowner 101 from The Home Depot. Free live streaming workshops taught by expert associates. Now at homedepot.com slash workshops. You'll find indoor and outdoor workshops, even home systems workshops. Plus, you'll get the know-how you need to care for your biggest investment. Master the basics at Homeowner 101. Only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Sports Social Podcast Network.